good boch. We're now making a recording for what Bezat Hashem should be Tuesday Shir. Uh, holding at the top of Nunzayin on Medadav, where it says, uh, top line there, continuing on with the uh, interpreting various streams. So we have here, somebody who sees the word, presumably the name, Huna, in a dream, it's a sign that will be a miracle will, will be performed for him. Rashi says, because in the name Huna, you've got a Nun, Nun standing for Nate. Chanino, if you see the name Chanino, or Chananyo, or Yerchanon, which all those have two nuns in them, that, uh, that shows that Nisei Nisim Nasulo, that miracles of miracles, many Nisim will, will be performed for him, because there's many nuns there. This is what Rashi says. So the Marasha asks the obvious question, and that is, so why say you pick the name Nayah for, instead of Huna? What, what's the significance in these? He says, when it comes to Chanino, Chananya, and Yechanan, he says, there I can understand. Because there, it's not so much the Nun. If you got in there, you've got the, the Chain. Chanino is Chain, and Chananya is Chain. Yechanan is also, there's Chain in the middle there. But he says, he's stuck when it comes to Huna, what do you do there? But as we could say, though, that Huna, we know that etymologically, a He and a Ches are interchangeable, they're both cultural, and therefore Huna can read Chuna. Chuna is also therefore a lotion of chen. Chuna is an expression of chen. And once you've got the chen in there, and it's got the nun, says the marashah, therefore you see, according to the number of nun, that's to do with, with, the, uh, with whether it will be one day, or whether it will be a miracle or miracles. That's, um, and in fact, um, I heard from uh, Avi Joseph, who I prepared this with, he pointed out as well, that Huna is also an expression of chen. And uh, the Gemara says in Shabbos, we mentioned this, I think we mentioned this last time, when Rav Nisim gone, that Hain is in your bonnet means one. So Huna means one nace will, will, be, will be performed for him. But um, we can add one little bit more to this. And this I, uh, I, I saw Rav Chaim Friedlander says, he says, what's the Indian? What's it got to do with Hain? What's Hain got to do with Nisim? Is there an intrinsic connection? And he says there is. Because Hain means Matnas Chinom. When we ask our Kodesh Baruch Hu to show us chen, that means we're asking him to give us a matana for nothing, even though we don't deserve it. In fact, if you look, t- take a look at the beginning of just the past sedra for Eschanan, Rashi says that right at the beginning, but Eschanan is an expression of chen, and he says that means matanas chenon. He says when a person recognizes that all the, the kachos, all the uh, strengths, all the characteristics he's got are all matanas of Hashem, but not just some matanas, they are not to know They are things which he doesn't really deserve. He does nothing to deserve. And they're all mamish chasodim of our Kodesh Baruch Hu. Then, he'll be zechah to nitin. Because as long as he believes he's responsible for it, well then he's limited. And therefore, the things which will, his kochos, everything will be limited. But once a person recognizes that it's all our Kodesh Baruch Hu, it's got nothing to do with me whatsoever. There's no finite limiting factor there. It's all Hashem. Well, Hashem is infinite. And he says, Nisei means, Nisei means, the recognition that even, that comes about with, with the recognition that even Teva is a nace. That even when things seem to be all me, we say, no, it's all nace, it's all Akadosh Baruch Hu. If he recognizes that, then it will be Zerchat and Nisei Nisei. He says this with, with regard to, to, uh, to the uh, Nisei of, of uh, Hanukkah, 
this is, had the idea of Yechon on there, the whole thing of Teva and Nath, all obviously uh, very, very relevant to Hanukkah. Continues on the Gemara. Haroya Hesper Dachaloi. Somebody who sees a Hesper, Russia, we're going to see in a second, it means the word Hesper, so somebody who sees the word Hesper in a dream, Minashomayim Chosualov. It's a sign that Minashomayim, from up above, they, are, they have taken pity on him, Upot Uhu, and they have redeemed him. It would seem, because the Gemara says, that's if he sees the word Hesper, not Hesper taking, taking place. He sees the word Hesper written there. And it would seem that contained in the word Hesper, because again, as we said, a hey and a Ches are interchangeable, therefore Hesper can be Hesper, and that split up into two. You've got Chas, Pod. Chas means Chosualov, they've taken pity on him, and the Pod is Pod Uhu, they have redeemed him. We then continue on. Some view in his dream, he sees himself answering Yehishme Rabba Mavora, Muftach Loshu Ben Ho'elam Abo, it's a guarantee that he's a Ben Ho'elam Abo. We know the mind of Yehishme Rabba, the Gemara, although we don't pass him like it, but we said even if a person is also going to mice him he'd be Mastic in order to answer Yehishme Rabba. We also know Chazal say the one who answers Yehishme Rabba, Bechol Teichai, Mikarin lo gizar dinoi shal shivim shana. Well, it's a Mikarin lo gizar dinoi shal shivim shana. So the way he's mostly chaloshu ben ha'olam abo, because that's the flip side. If he's completely pure, of course he's a ben ha'olam abo. It could also be we could add one, one, one more one more idea to it is that in Yehishmei Rabbo, we're actually doubling for is that the name of Hashem should be complete. It should be clear for all to see. Yehishem kah, depending on how we explain it, tosfos on daf gimel. And that is the essence, that's what a Ben Olam Abo is. Ben Olam Abo is, Olam Abo is all where you sit, and you sit in the, the and bask in the glory of the Shekhinah. And that's, that's what we're doubling for. So therefore, Middah Keneged Middah, he will be Zerchet to Ben Olam Abo. Hakele Kriyashama, somebody who sees himself in, in a dream, reading Kriyashama, Roi Shetishrael of Shekhinah, it's a sign that he is fitting that the Shekhinah should reside upon him. And Roshain Zerchet is Akhredekah. Just, the reason why that's not the case is because his generation are not, are not uh, fitting for that. We may well explain that, spice it up a little bit, because Kriyashima, as we know it, comprises, the main part of Kriyashima before you come to Yitzhak and Chayim, comprises two paragraphs. The Ahatta is the paragraph which talks about the midst of the Yochid to Lava Kodesh Baruch Hu to Lava Hashem B'chol Abolchot to give B'moyse Nefesh B'moyse Momen Tashem and then you've got the second paragraph which is V'hoyer Mishomai Atishmu which talks about the Klali Yisdikah Chiyuv the Klal's Chiyuv to keep the mitzvahs of Hashem when it comes to V'ahatta Tashem Elekecha that's to Lava Hashem with all, your, with, with all your heart that's what you're seeing there that means if you see yourself reading that in in, in um, in a dream, that shows that you are on such a level that you love Hashem with all your heart, with all your soul, you're prepared to be most nefesh for Hashem. The other, the, the, all the, the, the amazing things which, which come with that. That's Mamash Hashem Hashem That's Kabbalah Solmah Hashem as it should be. But then he continues on and he reads the second paragraph. So what do we say in the second paragraph? The Osafto Zikonecho. If you remember back to Lamatea with base, the Gemara said there, the Osafto Zikonecho is not ideal. If we're on the ideal Madrego, we wouldn't have to gather in our produce. The Goyim would do it for us. We said two different things in, in the Gemara, whether that's Oisin Rosetta or Ain Oisin Rosetta, we saw Tosin say it's relative, but it's not the ultimate target. 
It's not the ultimate Darga. And therefore, that's what you're seeing in Kriyashima. Mitzad miyachin, mitzad yourself, you mamash got Abbas Shomayim, you got Abbas Hashem, you got Bukhullah Mokha, all these things, therefore you got mamash got Abbas Shomayim. What's the problem? It's in the Klali, so it's in the Klali of sense that we are not on the, the door, it's not on a high enough Darga to, um, to be Zoychet to that Ashra Hashem, and hence, or Asafta Dukhanacho, which is not the absolute ideal. Continues on the Gemara. Hamenyak tefillin b'achalim. Some of you sees himself in a dream place and putting on tefillin. Yitzapel ikzulam. He should await, expect that greatness is coming his way. Shenem as it says, b'ra'ukaramehoretz, and all the peoples of the land will see, kishem ha'ashem nikra alechot, the name of Hashem is declared upon you, the game, etc. The time we've learned in the Brayse, Rabbi Yezah Agadol Omer, we have this on Davbov, Rabbi Yezah Agadol says, it is tefillin shabarosh, these are the tefillin shabarosh. Then they'll see the tefillin shabarosh, and through that, they'll see the name of Hashem is declared upon you. We explained it at the time. And the Yorim of Echel, they'll be in awe of you. They'll be, they'll be scared of you. This is the sign of Gedullah. And then, this is one of the dreams that uh, Barhezi interpreted for Abaye. Abaye and Robo, Daphne involved. They saw this possible Baroka on Eoret. Robo, who hadn't paid, he got a bad interpretation. But uh, for Abaye, who paid for it, he got the, what was the, with, what was the uh, interpretation? He would become somebody great to become a Rosh Hashiva. And therefore, everyone would be in awe and trepidation of him. This we this we have, we, we've already seen. Hamispalo b'chalon. Some you see himself davening in a dream. Simon yofelo. That's a good sign for him. It's a good omen. Vahanimidi do I see him? That is with the one condition that he doesn't see himself finishing off his filler in the dream. Because if he's interrupted in the middle, why is he being interrupted? Obviously, his connection with Hashem is being broken. We know that the word tefillah, as we've discussed in the past, tefillah is an expression of connection, as in the words Naftuleh Adikim Nitalti. So it refers to connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And um, that is, so therefore, if a person sees himself dominating in a dream, that already in itself, Simon Yofano, it's a good sign that he's connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as long as he doesn't finish, because once he finishes, that's the Simon that he's been disconnected now. But it goes a little further than that, Pat. Because the Emmas, what is true Tefillah all about? Tefillah is disconnecting yourself from this world and connecting yourself up to the next world. As we discussed with the Chassidim Arishayim, why did they spend an hour before davening preparing themselves? Ashrei Yoshmei and then, then, after that, Why? Why Yoshmei Vesechah first? The terrorist is because it took them an hour to be mafshit the kuf, to disconnect themselves from any gashmias, from any connections tied to this world, to allow the neshama to break out and go up and connect with Hashem. That is true to Philip. That's why the, how, how the, the, the Ramam explains in Perechelech and Sanhedrin explains that's how Nabuah works. It's mafshit, you've got to be mafshit the kuf. When you're mafshit the kuf, the neshama can connect up to HaKadosh Baruch. That's what Philip, true to Philip, that's what the highest level of Philip. In a chaloim, in a chaloim, the body is asleep. We know, we, as we've explained, that the, the upper neshama, the upper nefesh, the upper soul, disconnects from the body, and it can fly up and connect in the upper, uh, upper world. If a person sees himself in a dream, doubling to Hashem, this is the ultimate level of tefillah. This is the ultimate connection to Hashem. And not, not only that, he sees he's not interrupted. His tefillah continues on, he doesn't see himself finished. 
And that's a sign that he's, it's a silly offer, though, perhaps a sign that even when he wakes up from the dream, this is something who's connected to Hashem. Even whilst he's awake, he's still connected to Hashem. Even when his body is working, is, is active, he's still connected to Hashem. As Rabbi Yechonon puts it, Perhaps homiletically we could say that means to say, means he should be connected to Hashem the whole day. That's the ultimate level. Continues on the Gemara. Habual Imoy. Somebody who sees in his dream, he sees himself having a relationship with his mama. Sachalim in a dream. Yitzapel Abino. He should await Bino, which means literally understanding. But it means Bino comes from the word Binyan. Ben, like the Maharal says. Ben and Bas is an expression of building. A son is called a Ben because he builds on the Yitzapel of the father. That's why he's called a Ben. He's a continuation. But Yitzapel Abino, therefore, is because that's why it's Habal Imoy. Why is it Bino? Because he's building, he's, that, 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 uh, he's sort of, Bino is the building, it's the extrapolating, it's taking, connecting to the next level. That's what Bino is all about. That's Abal Imoy. The mother is taking what he received from his mother and he's taking it on to the next level. That's the connection with the mother. Where do you get this from? Shalem, as it says, Ki'im, the prophet says, Ki'im, La Bino Sikra. Just to Bino, to understand you will cool. But we darshan it, although it's written with a, with a, with a chirik, ki im labino, we read it with a, a chirik in fact, but we darshan it as if it's written ki aim labino. The Marashoi says because the word ki is extra, so it must be there, but Joshua has to tell me to darshan it as aim. He explains why that is. But uh, therefore, it's, so you see, ki aim labino, you see with the mother there's understanding. Habo amaram irasa. Some of you sees himself in a dream having a relationship with a betrothed version. Young, well not, not a betrothed, but a betrothed virgin. I mean, a betrothed, no, a young, young woman. You think all these things are to do with Arbeiros and things. I mean, they are. The actual act in itself is, is an Arbeiros. But very often, it's, it's the, the interpretation is the opposite. This means there's a sign that you should await the Torah coming his way. Shanem, as it says, Torah, Siva, Lodu, Moshe, Meirosha, Kirat, Yaakov. Torah, Moshe commands us to Torah, Meirosha, Kirat, Yaakov. Antikrei, Meirosha, don't read it as Meirosha, Elon, Meirosha. Meirosha is an expression of Eresim, betrothal. And again, the Maharashal says, because Torah is not really a Yerusha, on the contrary, we say Torah is not a Yerusha, it's a Matana. So why do we call it Meirosha? The answer is so you can dash on this, Meirosha. The Torah is Amorosa, we are betrayed to the Torah. The truth is, it's worth just stopping for one second and mentioning that Rabdassar writes in Mixon Ediyo, the whole thing of a dream, we, we've explained it with, with a, as, as a potential energy which can ma- manifest itself through, through the dream interpreter. But there's certain dreams, that's definitely the way the, the Marashor takes on, there's certain dreams, you don't need an interpretation, that is the meaning in it, and it will come true. But the way that Rabdessa explains it is because when a person sees that in a dream, he sees, I think this is what he says, he sees sort of a potential energy and he should act upon it. In other words, you see your potential. In a chaloin, you see what you should really be, what you can, what you can achieve. You could take that chaloin, that dream, and make it into reality. Now, if you see this in a dream, that's a sign of what your, what your potential is. I always understood this. I always, what, 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 what's, I always wonder, what should a person do? If people praise him, they sort of say, oh, this person's such a masmid, or he knows the whole of Shas. It's not true, he only knows half of Shas. 
What are you supposed to be thinking? What are you supposed to say? Do you tell them it's not true and they say, nah, you're just, you're just, uh, you're just trying to be humble. So I, it occurred to me once, I thought to myself, you know what, maybe, maybe if, if people say that about you, it must be that that's the simon that you are capable of it. Even if you know it's not true, I'm not holding that. The very fact that Shemayim is, then it's a message from Shemayim, this is what you're capable of. And I was very excited when uh, I, I thought I had in Yeshiva, and somebody told me that, uh, that, um, some, uh, there's a, a very big Oved Hashem in, in, uh, in, uh, Eretz Yisrael called Reb Tzvi Meir, or Reb Tzvi Meir Zilberberg, I think is his name. He said, more or less, he, he, he said the, the same sort, sort of idea. That's, that's the idea. So do it in a chaloim, it's, it's, uh, that's what you're capable of. It could be that, that's part of it as well. Continue on the Gemara. Somebody who has a relationship with his sister in a dream, he should await, he should expect the Chochmah coming his way. says, Say to wisdom, you are my sister. Now, what has that got to do with, with wisdom? So the Marashah already says, take a look in the, the Gemara says in, in, uh, in Sanhedrin, that it's, it's talking about there with, with, with Paskening, and it says, in if the matter is clear to you, like the Issa to have a relationship with your one sister, then say it. If not, if you're not sure, then keep your mouth shut. And the Marashah explains, because Al-Piseichel, Al-Piseichel, you think, the ultimate, the best person to have a relationship with, to get married to, is your sister. The, the, the Torah calls it Chesed to. That's the ultimate Chesed. Yet the Torah says otherwise. In other words, only say it if you're not using your own seichel. We're not interested in your seichel. We want to know what the Torah has to say. That's how he explains it over there. And I believe that's what the Gemara is saying over here as well. The same idea. If one sees himself having a relationship with his, with his sister, Yitzapel HaChokmah. Because the idea of this isn't with the relationship with one's sister is not seichel dick. This is something we have to, we have to say, Bottlazati, I don't understand the reason for this. My Seichel would have said the opposite. But that in itself shows that my Seichel is not Seichel Ayosha of the Torah. The Torah knows much better than me. And therefore, this is not something which I understand. I accept. That is true Chokmah. As we spoke about last time with the Deluim, Delu Einai Lamorim, says the Rabbinism God. The idea of Hapoto is to look at the Bottlazati. I don't know. I accept what the Torah says. That is the ultimate Chokhmah. Hey, Yiras Hashem, Yih The only Chokhmah is Yiras Hashem. That was the whole Indian of the, the, the Dilu in there. That a person, a person, a, pers- a, a, a person looks up to, to, to Shaman, Dilu Einai Lamoro, and he realizes that this is, it's all, it's, it's, it's all Hashem. Bola Dati and Gantan. I always remember Rabsiko Shalevsky, my Rosh Yeshiva. I remember for, I may have said this in the past, but um, we had Shewal meetings. It was a very, very difficult Rashba. He was very, very bothered by it. It was something which was Mamash Kenegad the Seiko. It didn't, didn't make any sense whatsoever. And each year he sort of worked on it a little bit more. As it happens, as he found that his version of the Rashba was missing a certain Gemara, that the Rashba mentioned. And once he had that, Kedarka, a genius, uh, the god that he was, he was able with that, he sorted out everything. But I remember him saying at the beginning, 
And I remember saying the very fact that it goes connected our seichel that shows that our mind is warped. There is showing him the Gemara that is seichel ayosha. If we think otherwise, that's that's a sign that our seichel is is warped. We have to bend our minds to theirs and not to say, well, there's something wrong. They're, they're illogical. We obviously are thinking illogically, and that's basically what what, what we're seeing over here. Because it is on the Gemara. Somebody who sees in a, in a dream that he's having a relationship with a married woman, the wife of another man. That's a guarantee he's a ben olam As Rashi explains, because it's as if to say, not only will he have his own wife, he'll also have the wife of somebody else. What does that mean? Not only will he have his own portion in olam he'll have the portion of somebody else as well. He'll have a double portion in olam but since the Gemara, but there's a condition for this. That is, as long as he doesn't know this woman, and he didn't think about her before going to bed. Because if he thought about some woman before he went to bed, then it's no surprise that he saw himself having, having a relationship with her in a dream. The God says, the emphasis goes on all of the above. His sister, his mother, etc. The only reason I picked this one out is because this is something which a person is more likely to think about. What the Gaon is talking about, I believe, is the Gemara in Yuma, some of Tesla and Zaysa, where it says that Chazal, they wanted, I think it was the, the kids, they wanted to be Mavatel, the Yetzirah, the originally were Mavatel, the Yetzirah, they dumped into Shomai to be Mavatel, the Yetzirah of Abedazar, and they thought they were. They killed this, and they, the, the, the kids, they, they were Mavatel. They then decided at the same time, look, it's a Shafrachim, and perhaps we should have to be Mavatel, the Taiba, the Yetzirah, for, for uh, immorality, etc., and all, all, that, all that, that goes with it. So they caught the Yetzirah, but they thought perhaps just do a test before we actually do it, maybe it'll have negative ramifications. So they, they trapped in the kids, so they, they, they kept it, so to speak, locked up for a, for a, for a few days. And Taka, they found, they couldn't find a single egg the next day. Or a few days later. Because the whole of humanity and, and beyond stopped having any relationship, including animals. So there were no eggs garnished. The tide had been taken away. So they realized that that tide had to exist. So what it says is they set it free, but they poked out his eyes first. And by poking out his eyes, that, um, by, by, by poking out his eyes, with that they, they, um, they destroyed the taiva for a person to have a, uh, having taiva, etc., relationship for his, for his relatives. And the truth is, it's particularly just occurred to me now, that it's particularly apt that they put out the eyes. Because the eyes, as we would have seen on, on, uh, on Nunvov on Mazesa, that the eyes represent a brother and a sister. It represents a, a, a brother and a sister. As we, we will have explained on the involvement of the base. And therefore that, as we said, is the ultimate relationship with, with, uh, with a relative, his brother and sister. And they put down the, that, those eyes. And with that, therefore, they, put, they took away the tiger for a brother and a sister to have a relationship with one another. And with that, Enochanami, with the mother, etc. But that's the ultimate relationship, and they took that away. And therefore the God says, that's why it doesn't really need to say it on this, because why would you be thinking, thinking about them having a relationship with them, uh, before he went to bed. But an Isha fish, that's definitely most, most definitely a shayach. The only question is, what about the Nara Mairata? 
The Nara Mairosa, however, is why, why shouldn't he have, been, he have been thinking about that one though? Okay. Continues on the Gemara. Omer Bichiyah Barabu. Horea Chitin Bachadon. Some you see wheat in a dream. Ro'o Sholem. He has seen peace. Shanema, as it says, Hasom Gubilech Sholem, who makes your borders peace, places peace there. He satisfies you, he satiates you with the best of the wheat. So you see there, Sholem, Chedev, Chetim, it goes hand in hand. Now, we have here a little bit of a question. And that is that on the Vovum base in last year, um, we, going, going back to the Vovum base, we had the three shalomans. Yeah, remember there where it says there are three things, if you see them in a dream, these are the three shalomans. What were they? The birds, the kadeira, and the nohar in the river. Why didn't it list this one as well? What about chitim? The truth is, possibly you could have asked the same question, why doesn't it list a be'er? Because that was another example, the, the, the well. So to that, it's not such a kasha. Somebody asked me that, but that I don't think is a kasha, because the Be'er, we saw some Achoikis, what, what Be'er means, whether it means Shalom, whether it means Torah, whether it means literally life. Therefore, that one we can understand. Okay, he didn't hold, who was it, who, um, um, when Rabbi Hanan says Shalom, Shalom, he says, see, that all the Be'er doesn't mean that. The Chitim, it's a Mephorosh Apostol. Why doesn't he include that there? So, before I tell you what I, what I believe the, the, the answer would seem to be, in fact, now let's, let's go, go, go with the answer first. I think the answer may be like this. You'll notice over there, it's a very interesting lotion. On the bottom of it, it says, Shalosh Shalomite. There are three pieces. It didn't say, if you see this in a dream, expect this. It said the following three, three things, this is what it means. And then it told you what are those three things? The river, the bird, and the, and the, uh, and the pot. And then after that, Rabbi Yeshua then maybe came along and said, that if a person wakes up in the morning after having seen that, and let's say that's the pot in a dream, he should make sure to say the following passage to do with a pot. Make sure to say, to say that before another passage comes to, to, to mind. And we explain based on the Marashah, what does that mean to say? It means to say, these dreams inherently are good dreams. They are dreams which mean peace. But there is a danger that they can be switched around for the opposite. They can have the opposite meaning. They can be switched around. I believe that's what the three that, that is going on over there. Shalom Shalom means these three sort of inherently mean peace. But what he's telling you is, these three things, they, that's what they mean. But as Rabbi Shua Belevi goes on to explain, there is a danger that it can be flipped around. Think about it, a river. A river connects between two things, as we'll, we'll, we'll explain in a second. In fact, we'll, we'll, we'll hold that thought for a second. For as, coming back to Al-Gumara here, when it comes to wheat, it means peace, it is peace, and nothing will take it away. That's the difference. And according to the Mount of Omar, with the Be'er, 
No, Tata leaves, leaves the air, because the air... Yeah, no, leave, leave the bear. We'll, we'll stick with the, with, the, with the arms we had before after the bear. So let me just add a little bit more to that. We could, we could have really, I, I saw today the Maharal says in the Siva Soda, he says, he also picked up on that idea. What's Shalish Shalom is in? It's a very interesting lotion. And he says, because there's three types of peace. There's a peace where between the people and the king. They don't rebel. That's the bird. The bird flies above with its wings protecting over, the, uh, over, sort of, spread out over what's beneath it, but it's above. That's the king. The people don't rebel, they see the king above, that's the peace between the people and the king. You then get another type of peace, and that is, between man and his friend. That's the river. A river connects two bodies of water. It runs maybe between one ocean and another ocean. Between one canal and another canal, something like that. That's been Ozan Lachadeira. And then you've got between husband and wife. The Botharecho. That's the pot. You put into the pot all your ingredients, you cook it up and it becomes one congeal, not congeal, but it becomes one mass. You make it into one big soup. You shun them all up and it becomes one, one soup. That's Botharecho. He says, those are the three types of peace. So according to that, you could already say, these sort of represent the three heavens. No. So what is then what is the, the, uh, the chitim then? I believe chitim is the fourth type of peace. And that is the peace of tone. Chitim, we find chitim is very much synonymous with Torah. We call somebody who's got a lot of, he's got an encyclopedic knowledge of Torah, it's called the Mori Chitai, the Gemara calls him. Chitai in Aramaic refers to the vocal cords, that's the Kohen of Yaakov. It's got everything to do with, with, uh, with, with Torah. That one cannot be changed. That, that, that form of peace, if you want, the Tamidya Chachon Rav Mishon and Ba'olam. That's the Shalom, not just within the world, it's the Shalom Ben Yisrael, Aviyam Shabbat Shomayim. That's the peace between us and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That is the fourth and ultimate peace. And that doesn't go together with the other three. You know why it doesn't go with the other three? I'll tell you why. Because when it comes to the other three, think about it. A bird. Yeah, a bird can be flying above. You can shoot it down. It could fly off, and then you've got no, no peace whatsoever. There's no interaction whatsoever. When you've got a river, the river could dry up. Then you've got no connection between two things. And when you've got a cathedral, you leave it on there too, too, too long. Yeah, you'll have a very nice, uh, big, one big mass of ash. It'll become one burnt pot. When it comes to chitim, chitim, leave the chitim, nothing happens to it. Left under the right condition, as far as I'm aware, it doesn't go mouldy, unless you put water to it or something like that. That's the, the Shonen of Torah. That, as the, the, well, we, we, we say in the it's called Machalek Shiv Yashem Shonayim. What do we say there? So, for this Kayim. It will remain for all eternity. That is the Shonen of Torah. Continuing on further now. Somebody who sees barley in a dream. That's a sign that his sins have been removed. Sa'irim is an expression of sor. They've been removed. Shinem, as it says, the sor, uh, the sor and your, and he will remove your, your iniquities. And your sins 
has, uh, will, will have been, will be atoned for. So you see, the sar is in sa'ar, has to do with having your sins atoned for. Omar Rabbi Zera says, Rabbi Zera, I'm not a salaki nebobel Eretz Yisrael, I didn't ascend from Bobel to Eretz Yisrael, after chazoi sa'ari b'chalma, until I had seen Bali in a dream. The Maharsha is assigned to the Gemara in, in, um, in Kasubas, which says anyone who lives in uh, Eretz Yisrael is shori b'loi ovid, is living without, without sin. Exactly how that, I mean, obviously there's a connection, but how you make the connection to this, I'm not absolutely sure. But, uh, we could also say, because look, you go to Eretz Yisrael, you don't want to take your sins with you. Because in Eretz Yisrael, everything is doubled up. The mitzvahs you do are doubled. The averis you do are also doubled. So leave your averis behind. So he says, I made sure before I went to Eretz Yisrael, I went without, I left my sins behind. I waited till I could see this only in a dream, then I went up. Somebody who sees a laden vine in a dream. He sees a vine which has got lots of fruit on it. That's the sign that that his wife will not have any miscarriages. Shenema, as it says, saying that means your wife will be like a, I suppose, a fruitful vine, a vine which bears a lot of fruit. If a person sees in a dream, he sees a branch, a branch of a, of a vine. Yitzapel le Moshiach. Then he should expect Moshiach, await Moshiach is coming. Shenem, as it says, Oisili like Epen Iro, which we say this is referring to Moshiach, that he will tie his, Iro is his uh, young horse, his donkey, more of a horse, I suppose, a foal, to the, to the vine, the lasso reka, and to the branch, the ni asono, which will be the son of his ass. So you see, that's talking about Moshiach, that's the so reka. Horea to enobachaloin. Somebody who sees a fig in a dream. Teirotho mishtameles pekirbo. That's a sign that his Torah will be guarded inside him. Shenema, as it says, will be retained inside him. Shenema, as it says, the one who guards the fig tree, Yochal Piriyah, will eat from its fruit. And that's referring to Torah, as I think we've explained in the past. The Torah is compared to the fig tree because figs are unique insofar as they don't all ripen together. If you want to get there, if you want to get the, uh, all the figs, you've got to be on guard the whole time, ready to cut them whenever they ripen. A few here, a few there. That's the derech of Torah as well. If you want to grow in Torah, you can't just sort of uh, learn for a week here, then you learn a week there. You've got to be constantly on guard. Every chidosh I can chap, chaparain, and amass, and amass, and amass more. And that's why, we, as we, I think we've explained, Yeshua, Yeshua ben was picked as the next leader. Rashi and Pasha Tzilcha says, because, which means, because, he was always there by Moshe Rabbeinu, he always wanted to, if Moshe Rabbeinu had another chidosh, he wanted to, Add that to his, uh, to his collection. Horea reminded Machalim, some of you see pomegranates in a dream. Zutre, if they are small, then Pori Iske. That's a sign that his, um, his business or his merchandise will be fruitful. To remind like a pomegranate. Rabrebe, if they are big ones, 
then that's a sign of Robi Iske, Kerimaina, that his business will be big, like the, like the, the, uh, the pomegranate. In other words, it will become, it will expand, it will become big. To be honest, I don't know exactly what the difference is between fruitful and becoming, uh, sort of expanding. Again, I can only assume that, uh, fruitful means, pr- sort of, from one thing, it'll, it'll, uh... Yeah, but in, in other words, from, from one business venture, another thing will come out of that, and will come out of that, and will come out of that. Whereas, uh, ex- sort of, Robbie means it will become big. What he's got there will become bigger, not that it will, uh, sort of, from one thing to the next. It just will expand on, on its own sort of thing. Some, some, something uh, along those lines. There's uh, not absolutely clear the difference. Palge, if a person sees, uh, in other words, half of pomegranates, then, in Tamit Chacham, if he's a Tamit Chacham, Yitzhak El Atayra, he should um, wait, Tayra Atayra is coming his way, God is from Tayra, Shanem, as it says, Ashkecha, Miyayin Orekach, I will give you to drink, or I, I would give you to drink from the wine, which has got spices in it, Miyasis Rimoni, from the juice, Asis means what's, what has been squeezed out, Rimoni of my pomegranate. If he's an Amar Oret, then uh, obviously he can't be talking about Torah then. So then rather you stop in a mitzvah, he should expect his mitzvah coming his way. Shunem, as it says, right, like the section of the pomegranate, Rakhoseich is your temple. My Rakhoseich, what does that mean? It means, even the empty ones amongst you, even the Amaratim amongst you, Malaya mitzvah karimon, are filled with mitzvahs like a pomegranate, which has got many, obviously lots of seeds in it. Even the, the most ignorant amongst you has got lots of, uh, lots of pomegranate, uh, lots of uh, mitzvahs. The God adds that actually the temple, the temple is where the hair does not grow. That's why they're called, that's why they're called um, the, the, Amaratim are called Rakhoseich, your temples. Because it means they've got no hair growing on them, they've got no Torah growing on them. But even there, when you look at them, you think, what, what have they got to their name? Even them, you look at them on the outside, the Torah says, a Yid always has his full of mitzvah. Some of you see olives in a dream. Zutre, if they're small olives, Pori, Barabi, Bekoi, Iske, Kezesim. That means that his, his business, his merchandise, will be fruitful, it will, it will expand, and it will be ma- maintained, it will continue on. That's what Makoi means, Kedesim like olives. The Hanimini tree. That's only if you see the fruit of the olive tree. Avalilone. But if you see the actual tree, it's the trees itself, of the olive trees, then that's a sign of your nebonim merubin, he'll be zerche to many sons, shenem, as it says, your sons are like the netias, like the plants, or another thing, you plant them small, of, uh, of olives, now they start out small, presumably, and they grow, and they grow, and you get the beautiful oil which comes out of it, Ultimately, hopefully, the oil of the, the olive oil, which refers to Torah, as we're going to see. But that's the, the, the bonnet, the bonnet which are uh, compared to the, to the olive trees. Ikat the Omni, others say, 
Horea Zayis Achalon. Tell you sees an olive in a in a dream. Shame to It's a sign that a good name will be going out about him. He'll, he'll gain a good name and be uh, sort of uh, um, um, amongst the the, uh, the amongst other people. Shenem as it says Zayis Ranon a leafy olive. With a beautiful um, fruit or form, says, says the Potter, Kora Hashem Shemeich. Hashem has called your name. So you see that a good name is very much linked to a, to a leafy olive. Somebody who sees an olive, he sees olive oil in a dream. He can await the light of Torah. Shenem, as it says, the Yichuelach and they will the Yichuelach, and they shall take to you Shemen Zayis Zoth olive olive oil, which is pure. And that we know is obviously goes for the Menorah. That is the that is the the, the light of Torah. We know very much that olive oil. Is, is associated with, with retaining one's learning. The Gemara Hurria speaks about it. This is the, the, uh, the association with, with, uh, with olive oil. Horea Tamorim Bachalim. Somebody who sees dates in a dream. Tamar Abenaitov. That means that his iniquities will perish, they'll be finished off, they'll go. Shanama, as it says, Tam Abenaitov Bachalim. Apostolic Echa. Your iniquities will be finished off, O Bachalim. Daughter of Sir. The Marashot adds, the word Tamorim stands for Tamu Moirim. It's an, an otrikum on the word, Tamu Moirim, which means the rebellious ones, referring to the sinful ones, Tamu will be finished off. Omar Abiyoti, says Abiyoti, Horoya Eizbachaloim, somebody who sees a, um, he sees a goat in a dream, That means that the year will be blessed for him and have a, a, a good bountiful year of Parnassa. Uh, is him, if he sees more than one goat, he sees goats, then Shonim Misparachesloi. That's a sign that years, more than one year, will be blessed for him. Shanama, as it says in the Tosuk, V'dei Chaleid Izim Lelachmachov. Sufficient goat's milk will be for your, literally for your bread, for your meal. So that, you see that Khalid is in goats, go together with the idea of plenty of food, Shana Mishpar Echad. Horea Hadas Somebody who sees a myrtle in a, in a dream, Nechosov Matzrichen Loi, that's a sign that his property will be successful for him, will be successful in business, I suppose, particularly in his Nechotim we're, we're, we're homing in on. The main Nechotim, if he doesn't have property, then Yerusha Neferet Lehm Mimokim Acher, then that's, then what does the, the dream mean to him? It means that uh, Yerusha, an inheritance, a large inheritance, will fall to him from another place, from an unexpected source. And the truth is, I suppose, it doesn't have to be an unexpected source. It means it'll come from somewhere else. He will get Nechotim. Oma Ura says Ura, Ba'omir Ob Nafisatana, and some say it was taught in a brighter, but who is the Chos of Akanayu? That is, with the one condition that he sees the myrtle branch, with all the leaves, as we know from 
Hilchot Lulav and Asteroik and well the other Kadasim that the leaves growing in groups of three and they grow all from their sort of from, from one point in, in, a, in a line. As long as they grow like that that's a sign that Nechos of Matzichin but if, they, if they're not growing like that then it doesn't, doesn't mean anything. Presumably this goes into Chotam Shulah Shulavim Hero Yenoseik if you've got three of them together, that's the sign of Chos of Matzichin Lois. We know that, um, we know that riches is, is referred to something which, uh, Hazal tell us elsewhere, there's something which money is referred to, it goes from hand to hand. So we say that money is partially called a Zuz, Hazal say because it moves, Zuz is an expression of Zod, it moves from one person to the next. There's no guarantee just because one person is rich here, some will be rich. There's no guarantee. We say it's a galgal achleza. Poverty is a galgal achleza, we're told. And therefore, it could be, that's why it's the, the idea of seeing these three leaves all coming from the, from the same place, that's an idea of chotam shudah shrevin eira yinote. That's the sign, the chotam matzichin lois, Lavdafka from one generation to the next, even within, within the same generation, he can go from being rich to being bankrupt. But if he sees the, if he sees the Adas, that's a sign that this, his, uh, his Nechosim will be sustained by him, um, because as I said, like this, because of this idea of Chosim Shulosh. Similar, similar we find to the, the Chazal Telah, the Gemara Bob with Torah as well. It says if, you see, if Torah stays within the family for three generations, then it's guaranteed it will stay within the family forever. It will stay within the family forever. Same idea. As I said, here we're not talking about one generation, so that's the only difference. So the idea of the three is, 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 uh, is still there. We'll, um, we'll, we'll leave, leave it here and then in the next, next uh, installment we'll continue on and finish off the uh, interpretation of the, uh, the rest, rest of the dreams to come.